here we go once again. Uh, this podcast Monday, uh, uh, the 20th, uh, man, months of flying past. Uh, first, um, I want to give a little update about my conditioning. Uh, since I had my stroke, I've been getting a lot of email, a lot of people calling and stopping in and asking dumbass questions. So, uh, hopefully, the same way a lot of people got this message by me giving a podcast is the same way they'll hear that everything is okay. Um, they are the doctors are going through my ass with a fine tooth comb, which is good because I haven't uh, been doing what I I have not been doing what I should have been doing as far as health getting regular checkups and taking care of little problems before they arise, uh, which was, uh, I made a promise to Chia that I would do that now. Um, you know, so I'm trying to do whatever the doctors say, and uh, which means I'm getting picked, prodded, poked uh, every chance they get. I'm getting two, three, four appointments a week. And each one, they're taking some blood. They're taking some weight. They're taking, I would say hair, but that's not true. Uh, but uh, they're definitely making sure every aspect of my recovery is good. Some was really, really well because uh, because I was already physically fit, strong, eating right. Um, so a lot of people, they, they think because you take care of yourself physically, that you shouldn't get sick. That's not always true. You do avoid a lot of things, but for me, uh, it allowed me to recover a lot more quickly. Um, I didn't have to take physical therapy. Uh, my my shit didn't draw up and couldn't use my arm, couldn't use my mouth. Uh, I actually, they actually wrote off me taking physical therapy because. Uh, within maybe one day of the stroke, I'm up walking around in the hospital and cracking jokes and doing all this other stuff. So um, I was in the hospital about four, about five days. And um, after the first day I was walking after that, I mean, I had to take physical therapy every day. But after about the third day, it was like, you don't need any therapy because everything seems to be okay. Um, the thing about it is that generally uh, all the after effects they come after <laughs> it happens. So uh, a lot of things that I didn't uh, go through, I have been going through uh, equilibrium and uh, things like that has been um, been popping up, uh, and I'm seeing on here right now. I want everybody. Uh, y'all may not know who she is, but her name is Laura Carval, who she was a favorite uh, uh, bodybuilder of mine back in the day. Um, really, really, really uh, a class act lady, a great physique, uh, really represent, represented the sport very well. And uh, I'm ecstatic that she would take the time to uh, tune in and listen uh, to a fellow bodybuilders uh, podcasts. I really am. I had Sean. I had Sean visits a lot. Uh, Sean Ray. 
uh, who's a good friend of mine, uh, Vince Taylor, there on here a lot. So it's it's great to to see her tuning in. It's really an honor. Um, so I just you know want to say hi to Laura Ball. Um, but also like like I said, um, you know, um, it uh, having a stroke. It it slow it slowed me down because I had to stay in the hospital for a week. But it also, unlike uh, the popular opinion I get of take it easy, it also motivated me more to work harder, smarter, and get some things accomplished that I wanted to get accomplished. Uh, once you're gone, you're gone. That's it. <laughs> you know. So uh, I understand. Uh, what's up, Ramon? Um, I understand to take it easy, but I didn't. I didn't meet anybody. Uh, in the hospital that was there for being overworked. I've never seen that. Um, so that's what I'm doing. But what I wanted to discuss uh, on this podcast, uh, what happened to why we got this soft-ass, weak-ass nation? People are ridiculous, man. It, it's You have people, and not, on, not, not only have I seen it, I've talked to a lot of my friends, I have a lot of clients that own that are business owners. You can't even get people to come and work. You're trying to pay them. They won't even come work. We we had a, a young lady we wanted to bring in as a female trainer, and she told us, hey, I'll get back with y'all when I get back off vacation. Okay, you won't hear from us. How about that? If a vacation is more important than you bringing your ass from work, making some money, getting in the field with the best that this field has to offer, and, and it's a profession that you say you want to be in, if it's got to be put after after you get off vacation, then we don't need you. Um, and, and I hear that a lot. We we have we have such a mediocre world that uh, people are they just they just settle for anything. I see it a lot in personal training. Um, bodybuilding um, used to be a sport. I mean, I was a, a ju- I was an NPC promoter, a judge. Uh, I did a lot. I've been around the sport for a very long time, and it used to mean something to uh, make the sacrifices and get on stage. It meant something. Um, you were among an elite group, and it was very, very difficult. Now, I have people come to me, the 60-year-old women, talking about, I want to get on stage. Uh, why? <laughs> you know, uh, oh, well, I don't. I don't care if I win or get a trophy. I just want to get up there. Well, I don't know how to train a loser. Um, that's not something I'm trained to do. Um, you know, my, my, my wife, we went from uh, an overweight mother of three with high cholesterol to professional status. Um, and, and, you know, winning four or five, six shows on the way there. Um, state shows, uh, you know, um, professional shows, national shows, things like that. I don't know how to train a loser. If, if you come to me and you go, hey, I don't care how I place, even if I get my ass kicked, I just want to get on stage. I don't know. Nothing about that. Um, and looking at your physique, you are incapable of, of, of winning the show just because you're not as fat as you used to be. You lost five pounds. Um, when the audience looks at you, you still look like a fat person that needs to lose another hundred pounds. 
They don't judge you on a picture of what you used to look like 10 years ago. They judge you on the individual standing next to you at that time. So I've been getting a lot of that. And, you, you know, you see a lot of coaches that uh, they, they, they enter one show, they enter a week show, they took fourth, there's only four people, and now they're a coach uh, and a trainer. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Um, it used to be a different time. It used to mean something. Um, no longer does it mean anything. Just like with a lot of other things that I notice in life, um, everything is mediocre. People don't want to perfect or, or take what they're doing to a level of respect as long as they can get by. They're, they're happy with it. And you see that in in sports. I mean, um, you you my I have a a client that who just graduated. He plays uh, college football now, um, but they had a, a they ha they had a, a slaughter rule. Okay, when if you kicking you, I mean, if you kicking ass, you got to take all your starters out. You can't score no more points. And I'm like, what? What the fuck is that? It's like, it used to be when I played football, if you were getting beat 60 to nothing, chances are you're going to lose 100 to nothing. They're going to put their foot on your neck and keep it there and twist it. And then they're going to talk about you when you get done, tell you the next time you come back, bring your goddamn offense with you. Uh, they're going to laugh at you. They're going to call your mama names. They're going to do all types of stuff. But nowadays... Slot rule can't do that. Uh, you get a participation trophy. Uh, no one really lost. No, you really lost. They they kick y'all ass. They just happen to give you a trophy. Um, I think it's just the the way that this society has has uh, changed to just this soft nation. It to me is the reason why right now. And I'm not. I don't get deep into politics, but um, no one's afraid of the United States like it used to be. We used to. Motherfuckers wouldn't fuck with us now. They'll come right to the White House and smack the hell out of the president. You know, you fucking with China and Russia, they they will take over. You know, they're not afraid of you. It used to be people. Um, I, I know William Smith. Yeah, I know some people gonna be hurt. I don't give a damn. What they gonna do? Fire me? Um, yeah, it used to be a time where other countries feared us. They wouldn't dare. Send a damn spy balloon over here. Now, they don't care. They don't care. You can jump your ass bad if you want to. They will bomb that they are not afraid of us. And it all comes down to, as you look at things, people and, and, and uh, rules and things in general, we're, we have became a soft-ass nation. We were a nation that was about winning. Every, whatever you did, you wanted to be the best at it. That's what made the United States the United States. But now, um, I don't know. You know, everybody just want to get along. You know, we don't want no winners. We don't want nobody. You know, you say one word about somebody, and all of a sudden, uh, you're a racist or you're or you're uh, gay bashing or you're you're something. You know, we used to could talk. And we used to could live, and we used to could say what we chose to say, but now everything is associated with something. Um, everybody got a group, and and and, and with, with me, I'm 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 being honest. I don't give a damn what you do, um, LGBTQ, whatever the hell. I don't care what you do, long you don't do with my one. 
Um, but nowadays, you can't even say a word about somebody, and that includes black people. We got a, we got a, a, a we butter hurt big time. You know, um, someone says something, oh, he a racist. No, no, he just really thought you an asshole. He wasn't a racist. You could have been green. He still would have thought you a fucking asshole. Um, but nowadays, everything comes with a label, and everything comes with uh, you, you, this, you, that. You, if you want to make money, you're evil. If you want to have a good physique, is you know, and, and look at somebody fat and say, "Hey, why don't you get in shape? You body shaming." Uh, you look at a gay person, say he gay. Oh, he, he he homophobic. No, no, it just don't mean all that. It's just how they feel, you know. Um, and and it's just it just and you can see it in the growth of our nation and the effect that we have on the rest of the world. The rest of the world used to fear us. They don't fear us at all, um, and that's bad. Um, but it has gotten to a point, I, I I don't know what, you know, you're raising your kids to be soft. Um, you know, they don't play tackle, they play flag. What the hell is that? You know, we play, it was tackle. If you couldn't get on the, in the grass, goddamn it, it was tackle on the street. It didn't matter, you know what I mean? But nowadays, it's just, you know, I, I don't know, it didn't all change. And, um, you know, I hate to show my age and, and be like back in my day. You know, I hate when people say that. But that's the truth is things were just, they just used to be so different with everything. Um, everything was harder. Everything meant something. Now they try to make it fair for everybody. And fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? If it ain't fair, don't enter it. Don't get in it. You know, you can you can play. They had this big thing on the, on the news about a, a, a guy that was trans, transgender uh, uh, that want to play football, I mean, play basketball with the girl. What the hell are you thinking about? You know, men by nature, we're just more physically fit. But now you want to tip the weighing scale and use the law to do it to say, hey, well, I'm transgender, so you got to be homophobic if you don't let me play. No, it's not that. It's just not fair, you know. So I sit back. And I, I look at these things that affect our world, and it's just, it, it's not good. It's really not good. We're looking at kids that are going to be the generation that can take care of us, and they don't even want to fucking get off their ass and go get a job. It's just not, it just does not look good for our future. Um, so what to do about it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But it's just. It's just things that I noticed just as a whole. We've just gotten really, really, really soft. And it's just a damn shame. So, until uh, next time, I'm gonna get off. I know somebody's going to try to sue me about this. I already know. I didn't mention no names. But I know it's going to come back where a lot of negative feedback, a lot of people. I, I don't try to make a controversial website, uh, podcast. I try to make a lifestyle podcast where... People can discuss opinions and views and things like that and not worry about all this fucking nonsense going on. But I know I'm going to get some hate mail for this, so don't matter. They can't fire me. I own the business. No one can fire me. So, um, so until next time, all right? It's your man, Sir Earl, giving his opinion, checking out. I'm glad uh, Laura Cabral decided to join in with me. Uh, that's an honor and a privilege. Uh, 
So until next time, this is your man, Sir Earl, checking out him out. Peace.